Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Card Cracks Podcast. My name's Hector Castro. I'll be your host today as normal. I'm here with Skylar Redpath of MLSsoccer.com as well as Rotowire.com. And uh, Skylar, what's up, man? How you doing? Doing well. Thanks for having me, Hector. Happy to uh, finally be talking about Major League Soccer again. It feels like, uh, feels like the season's upon us. So we got a lot of moves happening. It seems like every day the landscape is changing, but that's uh, part for the course for MLS, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, and, and the biggest thing here now is, is that I don't know about you, but I'm excited. Uh, there is so much going on with MLS right now. So many changes, players coming and going. Uh, it just gives me a ton of excitement to be talking about it now. And, and uh, you know, it's it's our own league here. And it's actually probably the first time since I was a little kid when the league launched and we had season tickets for a few years when I was watching Roberto Donadoni and Tony Miola play for the Metro Stars uh, at the old Giants Stadium with the old football turf. Uh, and now I feel like that kid again and uh, watching all these moves go on on a daily basis. It really is uh, fun and probably hectic for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely made some of the preseason projects uh, a little interesting with all the coming and going. But um, I'm excited about it. It's, it's good to see for the league. And um, I think, you know, as long as everything shakes out to where we're going to see soccer April 3rd, I believe, is is opening kickoff. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's great, man. And and uh, a lot of you guys, I mean, every, this is a soccer podcast, uh, a soccer card podcast mainly. Uh, but what I have been trying to do is focus on prospecting, looking for the talent that's within the MLS. What we talked to Buzz, he gave us, he gave, he gave us uh, some great tidbits on like Ricardo Pepe, Dante Seeley. We talked about Justin Che before the move to Bayern Munich was announced. I mean, uh, really, really great content there. Uh, with Herc, we talked about uh, some of the players for the national team as well as League MX players. Uh, so today, uh, Re- uh, sorry, Skyler, he is actually a fantasy player. He's actually the he, co- he writes content uh, for actual uh, MLSsoccer.com, the official website, as well as Rotowire.com, uh, who is a big player in the fantasy market. Uh, uh, shout out to the guys at Chris and, and uh, Pete at Rotowire for my for my days back in the fantasy industry. Uh, <laughs> we're going back like twenty years now. I'm dating myself, but um, you know, your job now is basically to write write content, write rankings. And basically uh, play the game, which is actually pretty cool because that same concept of fantasy sports and uh, scouting for soccer cards as prospecting is very similar. It's a ve- very equal overlap there. You're looking at video. You're looking at uh, where he played. You're looking players up. You're looking at analytics. Uh, right. Let's talk about what you do uh, in the fantasy industry and, and how you go about finding your players. Yeah, so you said it, uh, contributor for MLSsoccer.com's season-long fantasy game. Um, basically, each week I try to provide players with a top 20, I guess you could say it, pretty much each position, uh, defender, midfielder, forward, scale it back to about top 10 for goalkeepers. But um, basically ranking each player based on their matchup um, and obviously uh, current form Um for players to go in and, and hopefully use those to build their fantasy lineup with. Um, and so that's, you know, that's about the extent of what I do for MLSsoccer.com. There may be a few more things coming up this season. Um, and then for Rotowire, yeah, I, I do uh, similar stuff. I'll write some articles, some, some picks articles of players that I like uh, based on uh, upcoming slates or schedules or games. And um, yeah, so just kind of all the, all the way around, I try to, contribute where I can and uh, like to play the game myself too. And uh, enjoyed a little bit of success in the past. Well, it's funny because I actually got into the industry as far as far as soccer cards is concerned uh, through FIFA. So FIFA was actually one of the things that I really uh, played a lot during the COVID shutdown uh, with the kids. Um, and then I learned so much, uh, you know, information, you know, players, the young players. And, and I was like, okay, well, you know, we we reopened here in New Jersey. Everything everything went back to normal. Started playing soccer. Kids started playing soccer again. Right. Um, so I had all that that information that I had from all these you know from all that time. Then I happened to listen to a damn Gary V video, which that, that dude gets me hyped up. That I could run through a wall <laughs> after listening to some of that stuff. Um, yeah, and he starts talking he about soccer. Yeah, I mean it's he's a motivator. So I right. started talking about. Um, I, I looked into the industry and I got hooked. Uh, I finally found an avenue for me to use that same knowledge that I learned for FIFA. I can see that that crossover being the same thing 
for for fantasy because you you know all the players, right? I mean, you could see the value of investing in soccer cards. And I think our conversations kind of got you with the bug now to get back into the collecting game, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I've already started digging back through the old boxes of cards. I actually had a nice, uh, pretty nice collection of that 1994 Upper Deck World Cup yeah. uh, set that came out. And I'd uh, thumbing back through some of those, looking them up on eBay, and yeah, it kind of got the juices flowing again. Um, and my my kids, they like to collect the old MLS cards. So some of the I've got a ton of just 2015 to probably 20 2018 uh-huh. uh, cards to sift through. I've got some some jerseys. I've got some autos. So just stuff that you know I didn't really realize. Uh, you got a couple that, good ones too. Uh, what was it? Uh, your Drogba autograph. Yeah, I had, had a Drogba auto. I've got a, a Dempsey. Well, I say I. I think they're still technically my my sons. So he, <laughs> if he listens to this, then yeah, I, I know, know that, how I that works. Claim that they're mine, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I look like a pretty rare Dempsey auto. Um, and yeah, just I mean, kind of just going back through some of them, seeing just some of the cards now to, to what they're doing to the extent of what they're doing with cards. Just it's exciting it's fun to get back into it and you know for me it's something that's fun and i enjoy doing with my kids so um outside of the potential monetary value of them then yeah i just i think it's a a fun thing to help grow and promote the game too so kind of coming back around on it well i mean you know going to your fantasy background i mean you actually won the mlssoccer.com i mean that's the official website for the mls uh their fantasy game championship their competition you won it in 2012 uh, and you've actually done very well over the years, and now you play a lot of daily fantasy. Um, so, how does how do you think that information and, and your experience with the game would help you? Uh, obviously, so- buying soccer cards and selecting. I mean, you're going to know a lot more prospects. You know, a lot more of the uh, players uh, than than at most average folks who focus on La Liga, the Premier League, that type of stuff. Right. So, with fantasy, I mean, it it kind of does go hand in hand with with card collecting really. I mean, with fantasy, you're, you're looking to capitalize on some of the lesser known players that aren't going to be in a lot of the lineups that you're competing against. So say for instance, you know, you've got a, a forward who's out or injured or whatever, and you, you have a, somebody's going to have to fill in somebody else is going to have to score goals. If you can pick out that player, that's going to step in and provide um, the scoring and, you know, just across the board, if there's a defender, like a, a young right back that has an opportunity to slide in for an injured player or whatever, a player out on international duty, if you can find those diamonds in the rough and if you can um, use that to your advantage, then you're going to be successful because, you know, you've got, you've got people that are just plugging in players, not really knowing what they're doing. Um, that That's the kind of, spot that I think you can put yourself in to where if you're keeping an eye out, if you know who's in a position to succeed, then you're going to do well. And I think that's where it goes hand in hand with card collecting. If you can find these values at an early age, then who knows that, you know, look at Brendan Aronson, like a Gio Reyna, they're about to prosper overseas. And I imagine in the, the card industry, and those are the kind of players that you're looking for that, you know, have the potential to boom overseas and, and see their value increase substantially so as the mls develops what i've been kind of i've been investing in mls uh heavily pretty uh, pretty heavily uh, over the last uh, few months um now that there's uh, you know been selling a lot involved in the world market uh and uh, there's a lot of eyes on the mls in um uh, game i'm sorry league now as far as talent is concerned from the european the big clubs the top tier clubs they're looking at MLS talent to bring them over to develop, not only from a business standpoint, because the talent is actually there now. Uh, and, you know, a lot of the teams now are actually playing the game. Whereas in the past, I don't feel like they always were. I think they were trying to hoard the talent a little bit and keep it, with, you know, countryside domestically. Um, right. But, but uh, so, I mean, now uh, it's such a great opportunity to buy on MLS, in my opinion. Um, I, you know, the uh, Tops came out recently with MLS Bowman. Then in the and then in uh, uh, then they had a, a, a the twenty twenty set um, for MLS that they came out specifically right after the bubble uh, and uh, the the tournament that they ran. Uh, right. So the Bowman set, in my opinion, has been where the money's at at least this year. A ton of rookies, a ton of prospects, uh, kids that had barely a couple games, big kids that had just signed. 
Um, so, I mean, like there's kids that I don't even know if they played because they didn't have action shots. They just had shots of them in, the, in jerseys. So, I mean, <laughs> like there was a ton of long, young talent. And from that set, you have monster cards like uh, Brian Reynolds' first card. Um, yep. You know, you have guys like, uh, you know, Jordan Morris, uh, Ricardo Pepe, uh, you know, top talent that is now Brendan Aronson that is now going overseas to Europe. And these are their first cards. So, right. um, you know, that's why the value is definitely there on that top MLS Bowman set. Uh, and now what uh, what I would love to do with you really is just kind of do some more prospecting. You know, the season's coming. I mean, there's guys coming in and out every day. I mean, you know, Bobby Wood's coming back. Uh, you know, we have uh, Santiago Sosa from River Plate. I mean, uh, Cameron Harper from um, uh, Celtic. I mean, these guys are, you know, big clubs, huge clubs. And now they're coming here to play right. uh, in the MLS. And they're all young. I mean, they're all young. Uh, you know, we were talking about Diver Sauceo from Nacional in Colombia. He's coming to play in Vancouver. I mean, these are young, talented guys, 18, 20 years old, that are coming from big clubs. So obviously these guys are some of the best in the world talent-wise. And they're going to be playing in the MLS now. So hopefully the MLS can, you know, build them, continue building them, and then hopefully sell them off or or they can have great careers here in the MLS. Let's do a little bit of prospecting. What do you think? I mean, you want to talk about some players that we're looking at in the 2021 season? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, anybody you've got your eye on particularly, or you want me to just throw out a few on my end? Well, my, on my end, uh, there's a guy that I love. Uh, he's uh, 21 years old. Uh, you know, I've been <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, I had him on all my FIFA uh, career modes because he's cheap and he's good. Ezekiel Barco, uh, 21 years old. He plays for Atlanta United. Um, I think he came up with a lot of hype. A lot of there was a there. I remember hearing rumors that he was going to be sold overseas at big clubs, but he's still here. I don't know why, but he. I think the <laughs> kid's a stud. I think he's going to go to a big club. He's he's uh, one of the better prospects, if not the best prospect with the most potential in the MLS. Uh, right. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I would probably say the most potential. Diego Rossi. I mean, you might you might agree with me on that one, but uh, he's pretty good. I've heard of him yeah, a couple he, times. He's he's pretty good, but yeah. uh, Barco Barco is up there. Um, and I'm I'm honestly surprised that we're still talking about Barco with Atlanta because I thought he'd be gone by now too. Um, I just you know Barco, it's 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 tough because he's since he's come to MLS, he had some really really high expectations. You know, com- kind of following a little bit in the footsteps of Miguel Almiron, who we know went to uh, to Newcastle. Newcastle, yep. Um, Pity Martinez came in around that same time too, and it kind of the same case um, with him. But they just really underwhelmed. I think um, it just it was a really hard act to follow with with what Almiron did there, and so I think part of that is is you know it, it, it hurts Barca's perception of what kind of player he actually is, and he was hampered by injury uh, last season. Um, but you know he's still he's shown his ability to. Uh, to beat players one on one, to make that pass in the final, and uh, that and on the attacking end. So, the talents there. Um, I want to see him put it together. If if he is going to play this uh, this twenty twenty one season with Atlanta, I just I want to see him put a full season together. Um, I think he's capable of of uh, putting together. You know a huge season as far as goals and assists, but it just can he stay healthy. Um, and yeah, if if he can do that, then yeah, I think he's he's got all the tools to to make a leap and and make a mark overseas. But right now, I think it's just got to get over the injuries and got to got to make a better showing. So, would you invest in Diego Rossi? I mean, he's he's uh, he obviously he's playing out of his mind. I mean, I think he won the Golden Boot in the MLS last year. Uh, he, but he's 22 years old. I mean, it, do you still think he has a chance to go to a big club in Europe, or do you think? Like a Joseph Martinez, do you think like th- he's going to be just an MLS stud? I I wouldn't invest in Diego Rossi. I do think, and he's another player that I'm still that I'm surprised we're still talking about is, is in MLS. Um, I thought he would have been long gone, um, but to me, then he's definitely the brightest prospect um, coming out of MLS. And so when he does make that move, I expect it to be a big one. Um, I think, I mean, obviously, yeah, like you said, you know, 21, 22 is about that age where you start thinking like, you know, what, what kind of splash can they make overseas? I mean, it's still within reason that he can make a move and, and make a big impact and his value goes up. But I think right now he's probably the, the premier prospect as far as any kind of MLS transfer goes. Um, Joseph Martinez, you mentioned him. 
he's the type of guy that, yeah, I could see a transfer happen, but he's also the type of guy that he's just come on so strong, um, scoring goals at just an insane rate in MLS. And I wouldn't be surprised for him just to keep kind of piling onto that and really, uh, you know, really kind of adding. A, he's a star player of the franchise. He's like a franchise player. So, I mean, yeah. like he has, I mean, he's, I would say he's one of the top faces, if not the face of the league at this point with Diego, really. I mean, yeah. uh, I think uh, uh, his resume is, I don't think anybody in the, in, in the MLS can compete with his resume, as, uh, you know, from the, within the MLS. Uh, right. So I don't, like I said, there's a ton of stuff on, on Joseph Martinez right now. I hope he makes the jump. I'm just worried it might be too late. Yeah, and, and the injury didn't help him. I think he missed all of last year, um, making his way back from ACL. Um, all signs are pointing to him being healthy ahead of this season. And so I think if we see him back on the field scoring goals at a high clip, then if it's gonna, if a move is going to happen, then I think it's going to be in the next year. Um, but, again, I feel like he's he came in just – out of the gate scoring goals at such a high clip that if he sticks in MLS, I think he's going to be the all-time leading scorer at some point. Skylar, who else do we have on your list, man? I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm taking notes as we're going here <laughs> because I'm like, I'm ready to buy. So as soon as we get off this podcast, I'm buying some cards. Sorry, everybody. Uh, yeah. So who else we got on this list? Yeah. Um, Caden Clark, probably one of the top young prospects in MLS. And I think he's already uh, headed to, Leipzig, RP Leipzig. Yeah, yeah, to Leipzig. So, and, you know, before that, he was rumored with the likes of, of Juve. And um, I don't think he's as much of an unknown now. He kind of he showed us some glimpses of what he's capable of last season. He scored some really nice goals in, mm -hmm. in the few spot starts that he got last season. So, you know, the kid's 17 years old. Um, great. He's, he's going to be hanging racket. around, though. I think he's – I want to say they, they, they gave him like two or three years here in the MLS before he goes over. Yeah, I think he's going to play this season, um, this 2021 season, and then I think he's uh, headed over there after that. So I think hopefully we'll get to see more of him in MLS this year. Um, extremely talented if he can put it all in the field um, this season. I, I just think it's going to only help his values, uh, you know, before he jump makes that jump overseas. So he's one that I've really uh, – from an outsider, I guess somebody that's just coming back into card collecting, like I could see him being somebody you want to try to seek out and just kind of see how everything plays out. Kenny um, Clark's got a bunch of rookie cards. Uh, he's got a bunch of cards out already. I believe a lot of more tops now. When he came in last year, scored that first goal, his first appearance. Uh, limited numbers too, by the way. So if you can get those now, I think in the future those things are gonna be those gonna are gonna be cash. Uh, yep. So I think I've been buying up a storm and they're not really that expensive, like $15, $20, I believe, uh, in that zone. Um, so, I mean, I love uh, I, I love Caden Clark as well. And it, again, I'm in Jersey, too. So I'll be watching him for a couple more years. I'll be excited. <laughs> I might actually have to buy a jersey. Uh, we'll there see. We'll see. I don't know if they make fa uh, jerseys that big yet. Fabric. <laughs> Come a lot on. of fabric. But oh, uh, uh, another guy I was going to bring up to you was uh, with the Chicago Fire, uh, a kid from Argentina, Ali Sada. Uh, tell me about him and his game because I think I, I know he's got a, a you know being from Argentina, top top talent there. What do you think? Yeah, he is. I mean, he's uh, kind of an Argentine winger, I guess you could say. Um, Nineteen, might be twenty years old now, but yeah, I mean, he's another one that I think we saw glimpses of what he's capable of last year. Um, I feel like obviously with the uh, kind of the pandemic shortened season, I guess, if you will, um, there, there was a lot left to be desired with him. And so the fire as a team and in, in general, I think that it just, you know, there's a lot left to be desired with them. Sure. And so he, I feel like he's kind of part of the puzzle of them trying to rebuild. And so, you know, you look at his stats from last year, he had a goal and two assists in 20 games, which is not great. Um, but again, I mean, the, the kids, 20 years old now. He needs some support. Um, yeah, he needs some support. And the fire feels like is uh, a work in process, a work in progress. And so I feel like he's part of that. And, you know, a lot of times with these young players, I mean, not, not even just young players, but guys coming in, into the league, then you do need to take a little bit of a wait and see approach before you kind of see what they're capable of, because a lot of players think they can just come into MLS and, you know, run Dominate. rough, rough, yeah. run rough. They come from a better not, country or something along those lines, right? Yeah, and it's just yeah. not the case. And anybody that's followed the league for 
for as, as long as I have or whatever. I mean, you, you know, that's the case. There's so, there's some high end guys that have come over here. Um, you know, Chris Boyd, for example, like some, just some of the high high end guys that you would expect will just come in and feast and they're just a complete failure. <laughs> so, yeah. um, and well, look at the, case, I, w- I would, I wouldn't call it a failure, but I would say the Brian Rodriguez experiment in, in, uh, in LA wasn't a successful. Uh, I think that w- I wouldn't call it a failure, but it didn't go. Plan. Right. Yeah. It just, it just, there's a lot to, uh, to be said as far as, and I think that just goes to say, you know, the, the talent of the league is a lot stronger than people give it credit for. And so in, in the case of a guy like Absolutely. Aliceta and let's, you especially know, let's now, give, man. yeah, especially now, I mean, you've got a ton of talent coming over, so some of these youngsters, I mean, it's, it's a tougher path than they might expect. And so, yeah, like a guy like Aliceta, I'd say, let's give him another year and let's see, you know, what he can do. Um, but definitely an exciting prospect for sure. Tops 20, uh, Tops is coming out with their MLS uh, product this year. 2021 product is coming out in April. Uh, so you can actually pre-order right now online. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, I already ordered my cases uh, uh, but I'm, I'll be going through a lot of that stuff and looking for a lot of these guys for their new products here. Um, uh, let's talk about somebody else, man. Who else we got on your list, brother? Yeah. Paxson Pomico. I know you talked to him uh, a little bit about buzz, which by the way, that was an excellent, uh, some excellent information coming from buzz on that first buzz podcast. Is man, maybe <laughs> third degree.net. Make sure you guys check him out. He knows his stuff, especially about FC Dallas, but yeah, Paxson Pomico is a guy that, um, unfortunately missed all of last year, I think with a hip injury, been dealing with injuries it seems like for the last couple of years um but when he is on the field then you know he he, the the talent is evident um i think you know he's another one that's in that 21 year old range somewhere around there so the clock's kind of ticking i guess if he is going to make a splash um he's got to stay healthy and he's got to be playing he's got to be producing with dallas and so, and I think he's going to have some chances to, to show off what he can do on the international level. Cause you know, we've got the, uh, the Olympic qualifying coming up, I think next month. Um, yeah, so I, I, I want to say buzz kind of uh, said, he's got everything that you need. It's just kind of staying healthy. And, and I think he just said, proceed with caution and let's yeah. say, let's uh, wait and see what kind of uh, development he has with that injury. Um, yeah. I think it's, I think that's probably uh it's a great call though. Like I said, it, Dude, FC Dallas, baby. I mean, their, their talent is insane. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and they're selling. I mean, they're one of the biggest winners in this first offseason here. Now that they're selling, I mean, they're probably one of the best, uh, you know. Dude, they're selling kids who are barely playing for their their first team. I yeah, mean, uh, no, they've, major clubs. Yeah. No, they've got a stable of, of youth talent there. And with Paxson, yeah, it's, the, the talent is there. I think the hype is there. Um, let's see if he can stay healthy and if he can produce this season. Then I definitely think we'll see his stock rise. Jesus Ferreira as well. He's another guy, yeah. another Colombian. After oh, watching yeah. him with the U.S. national team, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. getting psyched. My, boys, no, my boy f- might break through this year. Yeah, no, he looked phenomenal. I know that the opponent was less than uh, sure was it was not top notch, but still, I mean, it was only 19 though. I mean, he's only 19 years old. He's only 19. And I, I watched his, uh, his dad, Jesus Ferreira come up through the league and he was amazing. I mean, he was such a creative player and to know that he's in that bloodline, like I know he's talented. Um, It's been tough to see though, because his, just how he's been used at FC Dallas. It, it doesn't seem like he's been used to his full potential. If he is, then I feel like that's only going to help Paxson Pomacall because he's going to be supplying him. He's going to be working off of him. And so, yeah, I just, I want to see that kind of carry over into league play this season. And and I think that'll help Ferreira. He's obviously starting to get looks on the international level. That's going to help his, his cause too. So, um, let's I'm not, not going to, I'm not going to want to say a comparisons being made here as far as skill level and what's going to happen. But when I spoke to buzz FC Dallas misused another kid who moved on and blew up by the name of Weston McKinney. So <laughs> yeah. the talent might be there. Uh, Dallas seems to play their system and their system only, uh, but the talent's there. So if this kid makes a move, sky's the limit in my opinion, uh, at least from watching him and, and seeing what he can do. But again, yeah, obviously Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago is not necessarily a world beater either. But at right. the same time, uh, I liked what I saw. I liked what I saw, and I was excited. Speaking of, you said something there, the bloodlines. Another another player, obviously, who went overseas, 
and everybody's been talking about Brendan Aronson. He's also in that MLS, MLS Bowman set, his rookie card. That's also been going for good money now. Um, but one one kid to pay attention in that MLS 2021 set, his little brother just signed from a homegrown deal with Philadelphia right. Union, Paxton Aronson. Uh, yep. the, the dad is apparently a great soccer coach. He coached them. Uh, he still coaches Brendan from afar. Tell me what you know about Paxton and uh, should I be buying his jersey? Yeah, I mean, he's a 17-year-old, obviously, uh, Brendan Aronson's brother. And so he, I want to say, he just signed to the first team with the union this past year. And yep. so um, I haven't seen a lot of them firsthand, um, but I definitely think that the excitement about him should be warranted because, you know, anytime you've got somebody in that uh, bloodline, uh, you know that there's – that they've, you know, they've grown yeah, the, up. High. The tradition is there. Uh, yeah. The bloodline's there. And, and that and, and that goes a long way in any sport. In any sport, when you have that bloodline and you've been there before and, you know, the, the parent is, is, you know, knows what it takes and can help you. It's right. just, it's just, you know, stacking yourself as a safer investment. Yeah. And then he's got, he's obviously got Brennan right there. Who's, who's paving the path for him. I mean, he's, he went over and played uh, for the union. He made that big move to Europe. And so now I think obviously Paxson's got to perform um, up to his potential, but yeah, if, if Brendan Aronson's making the move at 19 year old at 19 years old, um, then, and clubs know that he's got a younger brother in the mix too. Then yeah, you know, this kid, this kid's got eyes on him too. So I feel like it's uh, a warranted look to, to maybe keep an eye out on a guy like him too. Another kid um, that I've been tracking that a lot of people have been talking very big things about plays for Sporting KC, Gianluca Busio. Um, oh, yeah. Tell me about Gianluca. Should I be buying on him? Yes, I think so. I think he's another probably one of the top young prospects. Um, and he's been another one that's been interesting to see how he's been used because um, early on, I think when he when I first started watching him, in the MLS with Sporting KC, he was more of an attacking player. Um, looked like a kid that could really contribute on the attacking end. And then this past season, he was he was used a lot as a uh, kind of a deeper lying midfielder. So, and that's the thing with a guy like him. And if if he can prove that he's got the skill set to contribute both on both ends of the field, that should only help his value. You know, especially with some of these European clubs that are are looking for kind of a a two-way player, I guess, if you will. Um, so I love Busio. Um, definitely think that he is probably going to be, you know, I think he's going to be on, on the move in the next year. Um, he just, he's got everything that you want in a, uh, in a young player that, you know, he's got the opportunity to, to succeed in front of him. So. Awesome. Now the next guy I want to talk about is he's, you know, I got to ask you, I know from, Normally, defenders and goalkeepers don't have a ton of value uh, from a collecting standpoint, from a soccer card investment standpoint. But there's a couple guys that I know in the MLS that are very talented. Uh, Charlie Caceres from the Red Bull, as well as James Sands from uh, uh, NYCFC. Top prospects here. A ton of great things on them. They're involved with the national teams. Uh, with their national teams, how do you value them? You know, are either of those guys or, you know, any other defenders that I'm buying right now? Um, yeah, those guys are all all great shouts. I think Mark McKenzie is one that just uh, center back for Philadelphia Union that just made the made the jump. Um, he's one that I would probably keep an eye on as far as card collecting goes. Um, Belgium. Yeah, he went to Belgium. Great team, too. He's, he's with yeah. a good team there. Yeah, he's solid. Um, Sands is, is another guy that's, you know, he's probably gone underlooked, I would say, just because of because of his position. Um, he's more of a defensive-minded player. I think he's played some center back, some defensive mid. Uh, missed a lot of last season with, with a, uh, I think, a foot broken foot maybe but anyway those type of players i mean it's just it's kind of just like soccer in general like they do so much that goes unseen that um i feel like they're under undervalued and underappreciated um and i feel like it's probably got to be the same case for card collectors like as it is with fantasy i mean 
I'm not going to plug in a guy like uh, Mark McKenzie or James Sands because they're just not going to get me many fantasy points unless it's uh, you know, unless the platform really rewards defensive play. I mean, what you're going for in fantasy is mostly attacking contributions, goals, assists. And so unless I'm really banking on a center back to score a goal, which it it does happen, um, I'm probably looking elsewhere. I'm probably looking at some of the, uh, the sexier plays, I guess you could say like some of the more attack minded wingbacks that are going to contribute and and get more of the uh, attacking contributions. And so I feel like guys with like, I would imagine it's the same way with card collecting. Like you're, if you get a guy like James Sands, you're not going to say like, oh man, this guy, he does so much all over the field. He's a lockdown defender. How is that going to translate to his card value though? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, it absolutely. feels like, it feels like the only guys that you're really looking for are some of the top performers. And like unfortunately, the kid, the kid that I'm hearing a lot about a young kid in LA is uh, Julian Arrojo. I mean, oh, yeah. he was rumored to be going to big clubs, and uh, he's still obviously with L.A., but, I mean, you know, let's talk about him. Yeah, no, he's – when we talk about attack-minded defenders, and that's probably one of the first guys in MLS that comes to mind. I mean, he's uh, he's been a right back, but the Galaxy even used him last year as more of like a push him up into the attack as kind of a, a outside right mid or right winger. Um, yeah, he's – George Bellow too, right? George Bellow. Yeah, Bellows. Uh, he's also been back. rumored. Yeah, he's he's uh, starting to get some international attention too. I think he just made his U.S. men's Correct. national team men's debut. National team, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those guys they've got some attacking talent, and it's like you know, Alfonso Davies before he made the leap to uh, to Bayern, he was he was used as an attacker in Vancouver. I mean, he was scoring goals, he was assisting, and then um, kind of a converted left back once he went to Byron and he's still obviously still able to make those contributions from that left wing back spot. But um, I feel like Araujo, he's the type of guy that could really make some waves. If he comes in and has another good season, um, he's already caught the eye of several, uh, I think several high end clubs and yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they lure him away in the next year. So, I mean, he's, He's got the talent. He's skillful. He's super fast. And he's one that definitely uh, piques my interest as somebody to maybe keep an eye on going forward. Another one that um, kind of in that same mold is Sam Vines, who's really just this last year uh, kind of shot onto the scene. But he had a really excellent season with Colorado last year, kind of actually helped bring them back to relevance a little bit. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. Him and, I mean, Cole Bassett's not a defender, but those are two really uh, impressive youngsters that I think could could uh, have the potential to make some waves if they if they just continue you know rising and progressing. Then um, Bassett I in himself this, is a legit prospect. Bassett, I mean, I, I've heard yep. great things about him too. Yeah, he had a just a phenomenal season last year. Um, seemed like he just couldn't stop scoring goals once he started getting the opportunities. Um, and so, yeah, and, he, and him too, I think he's going to have some opportunities on the international level. Um, and so if he can carry that over and have another strong season, then I feel like Bassett's definitely one to, to keep an eye on. Now we have uh, – uh, you spoke about players leaving, getting – one guy who just left. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, it was an American guy who brought him over uh, to Barnley uh, across the pond. Uh, guy from Orlando, you know him very well. I believe you're a big fan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Daryl DK, um, was not surprised to see him go. Maybe a little surprised to see where he went. He's gone yeah. on loan with, uh, with ba- Barnsley. So he's playing in the I championship. Barn- I, I said Barnley. I apologize. Barnsley. Barnsley. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he's definitely on the radar, I think of, uh, bigger clubs though. If he can go over to Barnsley and, um, score goals like this past year, I think he got slighted a little bit because, uh, up until this last year, MLS has always given out a rookie of the year. Um, this last year, they just, uh, I think they re renamed it or yeah, they revamped it or renamed it to the MLS young player of the year. And so that just like, instead of rookies, just fresh out of college that encompasses, I think anybody like under the age of 22. So I'll give you one guess who, who won the uh, young player of the year last year. I'm going to go with Diego Rossi. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, I mean, how are you going to 
old uh, Daryl DK in his rookie season, compare him to, uh, you know, Diego Rossi, who's arguably maybe not in his prime, but pretty darn close to it. And so DK was, he, he had a great rookie year. I mean, scored goals. I think he, he might've led the team in, in goals for Orlando city. Um, so definitely somebody that's caught the eye, obviously of, of uh, teams overseas. And now he's made the move. If he can carry that goal scoring form over to Barnsley, then yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, get more interest and, and potentially make a premier league move at some point, which would obviously boost his stock up tremendously. So we're buying on Barco. We're buying on Rossi. We're buying on Kaden Clark. Uh, we're buying on Busio, we're buying on uh, Araujo, uh, we're buying on Aronson whenever that card comes out, uh, we're buying on DK. Um, who else are we buying on, brother? Yeah, I don't know if I uh, fully advocated Barco, but... I did. <laughs> I, I threw, I, that was me, and I'm yeah. buying. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll give it to you. I want to see him succeed. I, I've actually kind of been uh, on the Barco bandwagon ever since he joined the league, and even when people are down on him, I've, I've said, man, like... He's shown that he's he's got the skill set and he's he's a super talented player. It's just I feel like he again was kind of in that following in the footsteps of Miguel Almiron, who led the team to a MLS Cup and just mm-hmm. lit up the stat sheet. So I want to see it. Um, but, a lot yeah, of these I mean, guys, a lot of these guys, are going to be wait and see. Of course, yeah, uh, for sure. But I'm trying to highlight the ones that we're definitely buying on today. Get them before right. everybody else does because. High upside guys. I mean, like I said, look at what happened with the Brendan Aronson cards and the and the uh, uh, um, oh Reynolds cards. I mean, they shot yeah. up as soon as that news came. So if you're holding them already, you're you're you're, you're playing with house money at that point. Good shot. Um, yep. You know what I mean. So there's another kid. But what Buzz taught me in the first week was always look at age. Always look at age when you're looking at cards. Uh, players in the MLS when they get signed and they start playing. Um, you know, Caden Clark is an example, young kid. Another kid that played last year, Kate Cowell. Uh, he's with uh, San Jose uh, Earthquakes. Uh, I love that name, by the way. The San Jose <laughs> Earthquakes. Uh, tell me about this kid, and uh, should I be buying on him? Yeah, I think I think you should be buying on him. He's he was 16 last year, I believe, when he came on. To, came in. He's still 16, made his, I believe. Yeah, so he scored a goal. Was the youngest player, I believe. I don't know if it was. I don't think it was MLS history, but I know for San Jose, they made a big deal. It was the he was the youngest player to score for San Jose. So when you got a 16 year old kid scoring goals uh, at the professional level, and it, it usually bodes well. Um, I think obviously any uh, playing time he's given, if he can kind of pile onto that, he he really didn't do much beyond that. I mean, he showed kind of. Uh, glimpses of what he's capable of, but it was just really uh, spotty playing time, um, a couple of spot starts here and there, and then a lot of reserve time. So, as is with a lot of these young players, like they just need playing time to show what they can do. But once you start uh, seeing glimpses of them, then that's where they start kind of making a name for themselves. That's where they start getting noticed a little bit more on the the larger scale. So he's got his name out there. Now let's see him, uh, you know, just continue to uh, to carry that on and, and keep scoring goals. He's playing under Chris Wondolowski, one of my all-time uh, favorite MLS players. And yeah. so he's definitely got the tutelage there to to grow and to um, follow in Wando's footsteps, I guess you could say. Then um, he's got the – he's got everything around him that he needs to succeed. So I like, uh, I like his prospect. Um, another guy – that I really like is uh, he's not quite that young. Io Akinola from Toronto FC, um, 21 years old. He, he's been around the league for a few years, but he really kind of just had a coming out party at the MLS's back tournament last year. Um, just real uh, technical ability, uh, powerful, just super fast. Um, so, you know, he's, he's got all the, He's got, yeah, he's got everything that you want to see in a big kind of target forward and type of guy that just going to give defenses all kinds of problems. So uh, I think one more season in Toronto, and then I wouldn't be surprised to see him either making the jump and and doing some bigger things. But he kind of, I mean, he was a guy that I, I wasn't really high on at all until last year. And then now that I've seen him, 
Um, he's kind of getting more opportunities with Josie Altidore, uh, always in the lineup with injuries. So that's helped his case a little bit. And so now I think we get to see a full season in Toronto. I think that there's some big things to come for Akinola. How about this kid? And uh, um, I've heard good things about him as well. LA Galaxy's Efren Alvarez, uh, 18 years old. Um, is his is his game going to transfer over into something that we should be paying attention to? Yeah, um, Efren Alvarez. He's uh, I, I want to say he's the kid that Zlatan Ibrahimovic yes uh, singled out and said that this mm-hmm. is the best. The uh, yeah, the best player, best young player, I think in MLS. <laughs> If they don't screw um, it up. That's what he also said right after you're that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, he's. I love, I love, I love him. He's, he's awesome. Yeah. You got to love Zlatan and uh, his quotes, but he's uh, Efren Alvarez is super talented. Um, you know, he just, he's, he, when he has the ball at his feet, then he's just capable of unlocking defenses. So that's the kind of player that at that age, then, you're going to have teams starting to starting to make the call and say, Hey, what, what do we need to do to get this kid over, yeah. over, over to Europe or wherever. And so, yeah, Efren Alvarez, 18 years old. I mean, yeah. Keep an eye on that kid. If, if he has another strong season this year, then he's uh, definitely in the mix for somebody that would be, should be making a move pretty soon. Anybody else you have, or, or have we covered it all? Um, let's see, I, know, I mean, I feel like the Dallas guys, we could go on for days, Tanner Tesman, oh, yeah. uh, we saw, yeah, we, but it feels like you and Buzz already covered that. So yeah, really yeah. To, it, my, our listeners that. need to go back to episode one and uh, listen to what Buzz, uh, what Buzz told us, uh, Dante yeah. Seeley, uh, you have, uh, Tanner, uh, you had Ricardo Pepe, you had all these yeah, kids Pepe. Yeah, uh, no, who, it's, who are going to be making things happen this year for Dallas. Tough, uh, tough shoes to, to follow up in with having Buzz and then <laughs> Buzz Hercules Hurt Gomez, Gomez us, and yeah. now Skylar Redpath. You know what That's I'm saying? Right. I mean, yeah. it, it flows. It just flows. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. No. I, I talk about like, my name's the most normal one, and I'm I'm Hector. I mean, yeah, you barely no. hear a Hector, but you got a Hercules, you got a Buzz, and you got a Skylar Redpath. I mean, right. can, can we get a John Smith on the phone? I mean, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. Um, uh, Tell me where I could find, um, you know, your the games that you're talking about. If I wanted to play fantasy, which I haven't yet, so actually I'm, I am interested. Uh, where can I go uh, to find out and, and basically, you know, what's the concept? So the season-long game that I play, uh, which is kind of really what got me into playing fantasy soccer in general, is MLSsoccer.com. Um, I believe the game is closed for the season. So if you find the link for gaming and then there should be a drop down that you can click on fantasy, it'll just say, you know, thanks for playing the season's over. I expect that'll probably in the next month, maybe uh, the portal will open back up for you to sign up and play. I mean, that's, you know, they, they've got tons of prizes, tons of, uh, uh, I guess, supporters leagues. You could say that you can make your own league and make, make a league with buddies. So, Keeps it interesting. Um, and then on the daily side, which, you know, basically daily compared to season long is um, only picking players, say, for instance, uh, Saturday's Premier League slate. Um, DraftKings.com has a Premier Premier League slate where I could enter a team for $15. And I think the top prize is 10000 so if so my like, team, so those are like tournaments, individual tournaments where you could buy yeah. a team against everybody else. Do they yeah. have the Do they have the option if uh, me and you wanted to start a listener league? Do we have that option of starting our own? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they've awesome. got yeah, you can make make your own league, invite um, your friends, whatever friends or foes, like whoever in their future. <laughs> yeah, it like some bragging rights. Maybe I'll get uh, um, maybe I'll reach out to my boys at Tops and see if they could donate a prize for the winner. Maybe a box hey. of the twenty twenty one series. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, I like it. I so, like yeah, it. I mean, I got, I got it right here, baby. I got yeah, it. You're, you're, you're not in, though. Moves. You're on my team. Me and you are split, splitting a team. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, the daily game is obviously like the, the instant gratification. Like, if you're playing season long, you're in it for the long haul. You're trying to um, – that's Basically, the daily game. So you mean like DraftKings uh, and there's a, uh, what was the other one? FanDuel um, is the other FanDuel, big one. They also do it yeah, as well. The, yeah. The, there's some other ones in between, but those are the two big players. DraftKings is really the go-to for 
I like their soccer product the best out of any of the fantasy offerings. And so, yeah, I mean, you're, you know, you pick a team for that day. If they do well, then you win. And that's, you get the money in your account the the same day. Yes. You can see see where the draw is there um, playing daily versus season long. And a lot of my focus has kind of shifted more towards the daily game just because it is a little bit, little bit more rewarding and um, not to say I, I don't, still play a season long because I still get into it, but the daily game is just a lot easier to, to latch on to. And of course roll it's, with. A, it's an instant gratification. And, and, and it, the, the season long is unless you're with like friends and you're talking smack and that type of stuff. Uh, the season long is probably better that way. Uh, right. Can you do a draft or is it like you guys can have the same players? So there are some draft formats the season long though. I mean, it's, you basically have a salary to work with. Mm-hmm. You've got a budget to work with and anybody can pick the same team pretty much. Okay. I mean, yeah. So you just, you know, you work with your budget. Similar to you, daily, similar to daily, but right. you're just, uh, you're working with your own budget. So yeah. Right. And I know that's been a lot of the hardcore players have called for a draft format for MLS. It just hasn't happened yet. I think I want to say premier, I don't play premier league, season long as much as I, I used to, but I think that they've got a game out now where, where there is a draft format available. Uh, I mean, uh, it's coming. I mean, the numbers in soccer building and building, I'm talking all the way down from youth all the yep. way up. So I, I could see the draft format uh, option being available sooner than later, uh, yep. obviously. But uh, yeah, that sounds awesome. You know what? Anything else uh, that you want to talk about, you want to bring up? Do you have any questions for me by chance? Yeah, I did want to, um, I just kind of wanted to see Get your thoughts. I've been kind of. It might cost, it might cost you your Drogba card. We might Uh-oh. have to. We have. We might have to negotiate. <laughs> have to work that. out a deal. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, I'll I'll send your son some you know Bird King coupons or something in yeah. the mail, or you know we'll figure something out. Yeah, well, maybe after I ask it, maybe we can work out a digital digital Drogba card deal. But uh, yeah, I wanted to see <laughs> wanted to see what you think. I've been kind of watching from the sidelines. Have you kept up with all um, on the digital card craze, like with the NBA Top Shot? Um, is it something that you could see carrying over to soccer? Because I, I personally am a little bit interested. I think it would be cool to see that. Um, I believe they have one for soccer already. Okay. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, they've been active. I see it online. I believe I follow it on uh, Instagram or Twitter. I can't remember. I downloaded it on my phone. I haven't paid enough attention to it yet. Um, yeah. But, is it a uh, so rare? Is it, that it? Yeah, it's. Um, I have to look it up. Um, okay. I, like I said, I had it on my phone. I don't think I think I deleted the app though. Yeah, because uh, I wasn't using it. But uh, but it was a. It, it is pretty cool. They're doing like they have digital signatures. Uh, mm-hmm. They have a bunch of cool stuff there. So I mean, it, it, it's it's something that I definitely want to get into. I got a. I'm, I'm hoping to. Uh, Tops Kick. It's called Tops Kick. Okay. Uh, Tops Digital Collection Collectibles uh, Application. They have like autograph cards that I just don't know how it works because it's digital. You know what I mean? Like uh, how do you buy and sell that? I mean, obviously soccer cards are your physical and that's where, you know, that's where the the long-term investment, uh, but digital wise, I I haven't jumped into that, but they have, you know, they have one for the NHL. They have one for baseball, tops bunt. Um, But like I said, I mean, uh, I'm looking into it just as much as you are. Maybe that might be a good idea. Maybe that's something I'll, uh, I'll look into about getting some answers on. Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely intrigued by it. I, I, I feel like the, well, I know for you're asking about how to, how do you buy and sell? I know from what I, little bit of research I did looking at their website, NBA Top Shot. I think they've got like a portal where you basically can house your collection of highlights and put a price on it. And if somebody wants it, and go in and make an offer. It's like and the so, it's, it's like the FIFA stuff too, like with the yeah. FIFA twenty one, like the Ultimate Team, the Ultimate Packs. Right. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of people now crossing over um, from Ultimate Team to card collecting because now you actually have you spend all your money, you spend a ton, you work your you work your butt off to get these players to get these players on your team, and then at the end of the year you got to start all over again. So right. I mean, like you know, you lose them. So at least now you spend all your money on physical cards and, but you have them, you know what I mean? Like they're not, they're not going anywhere. So, right. uh, so that, that's the one catch that I'm trying to figure out, um, you know, uh, how that would work, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to look into it. That's a great product. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. You do but yeah, but that's it, man. I mean, uh, that was uh, whew, we went a little over that I expected. I mean, I was expecting 30 minutes, but we're, we're pushing 45. You're not yet buzz territory yet. So I apologize. 
I did I did throw a I did throw you a lot of uh, a lot of names there, so we did get through a lot of good content. People can't complain about our prospecting list that we gave you. Uh, but again, where can we find you? Where can we find you online as well as uh, your work? Sure, my Twitter is at DraftKicks, and yeah, my work is typically. Once MLSsoccer.com's uh, fantasy game gets going, then you can find me over there. Usually have a couple of articles uh, every week or two. And rotowire.com, every now and then I've got an article. A lot of my stuff there is behind the scenes. But, yeah, it's been fun. I'm kind of excited to get a little bit more back into the, the card game, I guess you could say. And a lot of the guys, I mean, a lot of the, who we talked about and who we referenced today, like, that's one thing I guess just to close on like MLS does, does such a good job of promoting their young talent. If anybody kind of keeps up with the league uh, visits the website, even, even as simple as like going through rosters, like clicking on a club roster and going down it, they'll have a player that says homegrown or designated player. What like all those guys are flagged on the roster. So, I mean, that could be in like a cheat sheet almost for you to go in and, earmark some of these guys early on and say, Hey, this guy's a homegrown. He's 15 years old. Maybe I want to start monitoring his progress and seeing how he does. So it's, it's out there for people to consume. Um, just be yeah, careful just, of the rumors, man. Just be careful of yeah. the rumors. There's so yeah, with, many with rumors. MLS, going you always right got to be careful. Yeah. That's, that's like oh. a unspoken truth with MLS. We're, <laughs> it's just we're, like, we're recording this. And uh, the rumor now is that Bremer is coming from Brazil to FC Cincinnati. Right. If that happens, I am an FC Cincinnati fan tomorrow. I mean, yeah. that kid is a rock star. Um, and, uh, you know, the, his one of his buddies is, happens to be a kid in Ajax who's killing it, Anthony, one of the top yeah. prospects in the game right now. And this is, like I said, uh, if he actually signs with, with FC Cincinnati, uh, it'd be huge. But be careful of rumors, though, because I mean, yeah. a lot of people are starting to look for cards, starting to, starting to buy when they haven't signed yet. So just be careful. Don't fall for that trap. Right. Yeah. I think on that note, I think Pity Martinez was rumored uh, at the same time to come back over to FC Cincinnati. I think in between now and then he's come out on social media and basically said what you just said. Don't believe uh, everything you read on the internet. Yeah. So yeah, um, that basically means he wants more money or is waiting for another offer. <laughs> right. <laughs> Usually That's agent speak. That's agent yep. speak. But uh, hey, listen, Skylar, thank you very much. I appreciate your time, man. Uh, we'll be doing this again. Hopefully, we'll be. I'll get. I'll set up that league, and uh, I got to talk to my boys at Top. See if we can make that happen. But I th- uh, thank you. I appreciate it, and best of luck to you, brother. Yep. Thanks for having me, Hector. <laughs>